Shadur Sanders' confidence is being confused for cockiness in a major way, and it's kind of a problem, and I'm going to talk about that. You are Locked On Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by our sponsors over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Shadur Sanders' confidence being confused for cockiness. It's a problem, but not for him. It's a problem for those that are going at him because it kind of shows your true colors, and it shows that you're anti-fun, you're anti-player empowerment, and you're just anti-college football being awesome like congrats you hate fun um what i'm talking about if you guys didn't see i'm sure you have Shadur sanders leads colorado down the field for a game-winning field goal over against arizona state the kicker makes it alejandro mata shout out to him makes a field goal colorado wins the game they advance to four and two which by the way if you're a gambling man that possibly threw down some money on colorado prior to the season congrats on your bet hitting because they're over under win total was three and a half and they are currently now at four so Congrats to you. But the win led to them ending their little two-game losing skid. It led to Colorado kind of regaining some confidence back. And it also led to Shadur Sanders letting the Arizona State crowd know that he heard their overrated chants as after the game. He goes up to the student section and hits them with the the watch. I don't have a watch on, but the watch celebration that he does where he kind of flexes his shiny watch and lets them know, hey, we got a good over here in Colorado. And one analyst in particular, and a lot of fans, have not taken too kindly to Shudder Sanders' celebration. And I think it's been way blown out of proportion. And I think people need to realize that there's quite a few things that go into this. First of all, Danny Cannell tweets, if there was a Heisman for going, beating one in five teams, this guy would win it. And it's the video Shudder doing that. Not sure what the beef is between Danny Cannell and the Sanders family, but there's a lot of tweets uh, from his end. And kind of, I won't say degrading what Colorado is doing, but kind of degrading what Colorado is doing. Everything they do is wrong. Everything they do isn't good enough. And that's kind of the vibe I've gone from his social media. Uh, you guys could go do some investigating of your own, see what you think. But he's going at Shadur for the rock, the watch celebration. He's going at Shadur because he's celebrating for winning a college football game against a team that's now one in five. Obviously, I think if you watch the game and you watch Arizona State this year, you know they're a much better team than their record indicates. They almost beat USC. It was a seven-point game. Um, in the fourth quarter. So they've had good moments and he's diminishing what Shadur accomplished and what the team accomplished. Uh, maybe because of personal vendetta. I don't know. I don't know what the beef is, but let me tell you why Shadur Sanders confidence is being confused for cockiness and it needs to stop. First of all, look who his dad is. His dad is Dion coach prime Sanders, primetime Sanders, whatever you want to call him. He's one of the most confident people possibly on the planet. He just bleeds confidence. He is just the most confident person I've ever seen. It was dates back to his time in college, dates back to his time when he was drafted to the NFL baseball memo B. He is confident in what he does. He's confident in his sons and his sons have learned from that and they have built this confidence in themselves, which there's nothing wrong with being confident in yourself. Shooter Sanders is probably the most confident player in college football. And it's not like he's some scrub. It's not like he's some backup quarterback who uh, kind of is just leading or is just there and kind of 
Oh, doesn't get the opportunity, but he's really good. No, Shadur Sanders is currently leading college football in passing yards with two, with 2020. Uh, he has 16 touchdowns, two picks, and is very precise with the ball, rarely turns it over, and it rarely makes bad plays. But people are upset with his wristwatch celebration, which DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, and many other famous people have done or talked about because it's, I don't know, like, they think it's cocky, but let me tell you what it really is. When you look at college football right now, it is there's three things taking place the transfer portal, NIL, and then obviously everybody trying to mix those two together. Colorado is the perfect, I would say, or the perfect mix of the two. They use the transfer portal and they're using the attention that they're getting to benefit and get NIL deals. A lot of college football players, this isn't about Shadur Sanders, college athletes in general, for example, are not going pro. Shadur Sanders is a future first round pick. Probably, probably a second round pick at worst. But there's a lot of college athletes who their value as athletes ends in these next four years. That's just how it is. Not all of them are going to go pro. Not all of them are going to sign contracts. Not all of them are going to get endorsements after the fact where it's like they were so famous during their playing career that they're going to get these huge endorsements to be like social media influence or something like, I don't, I don't know who, for example, um, Adrian Nunes from Michigan or the the Cavender twins that played basketball at Miami and Fresno state. Not everybody is them. Not everybody is going to be that famous to where they could continue to ride that momentum and parlay it into careers. And that's just, that's okay. That's just how life works out. But first people to nitpick and say that Shadur Sanders is cocky and he needs to stop one. You hate fun. College football is meant to be fun. We watch things because it's entertainment. That is a form of entertainment Two. He's not the only quarterback or player in college football that celebrates. Michael Penix Jr., who is the other, probably the Heisman favorite at the moment, if not Dylan Gabriel. He's top two Heisman favorite at the moment. Dylan Gabriel's kind of come and stolen some thunder. But Michael Penix Jr., Heisman favorite, leading one of the best teams in the country. And he has a celebration that he does. And it's the bow and arrow. He throws a big touchdown, pulls the arrow back, shoots it. Cool. It's awesome. It looks great after he delivers a 70-yard strike down the sideline to one of his five great receivers. No one says anything about that. No one says anything about Oregon's Bo Nix marketing. I don't think it's himself, but Oregon kind of putting together a Heisman campaign for Bo Nix. I was in Dallas this past weekend for Red River. Outside my hotel room was a bodacious poster on a skyscraper. Is that cocky? Is that too much? And realistically, when you look at, like, for example, Michael Penix, because he's the one who... Uh, I think has the celebration that I mentioned already. Washington hasn't played anybody. Their best team that they've played thus far is I'm looking at their schedule right now is maybe Arizona and Arizona is three and two and Cal's like teams like Cal have gone three and three. I think it is, or yeah, Cal's three and three Arizona is three and three. So they played two 500 teams. Then they played Michigan State a couple weeks ago, who is now two and three. And then they played Tulsa, who obviously group of five team, who is also three and three. And then Boise State, who's three and three. So they played a bunch of teams that are mediocre. And Michael Penix is celebrating regardless, because guess what? College football is fun. It's fun to celebrate accomplishments. It's fun to, to look cool for these athletes because they get to market themselves. They get to build their brand. And I don't see why that's a problem. I think it's really corny. It's kind of weird to go after Shadur Sanders in particular 
because I don't know if there's like a beef with Coach Prime. Not sure. I don't care. It's just really weird to go after him. Shadur Sanders is using his brand, using his platform for his gain, for his team's gain, because the more people that tune in to watch him, the more people that watch his team and the more people that maybe his teammates benefit from that deal. So don't know why people are kind of trying to make it seem like he's this cocky, like individual that doesn't care about anything but himself. He's a very humble player, believe it or not. After the USC game, he took full accountability for calling the run plays, checking into the run plays when they didn't have timeouts and talked about how that was a major issue. He talked about his issues against Oregon. So it's just kind of a reach. And I feel like it kind of needs to, everybody needs to chill out. Um, but what you don't need to chill out on is checking out our sponsors over at Prize Picks. Let me tell you about Prize Picks. If you're not familiar, Prize Picks is the most fun I've had. You can win up to 25 times your money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account and football this football season. With PrizePix reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with in- injury insurance. So let me tell you. If you want to get involved and win some money, quadruple your money, 25 times your money, don't even know what number that is. Go check out Price Picks. Go to PricePicks.com slash Lockdown College and use code Lockdown College for your first deposit. Match up to hundred dollars, up to hundred dollars. Again, go to PricePicks.com slash Lockdown College and use code Lockdown College for a first deposit match up to hundred dollars. Again, Lockdown College, code Lockdown College at PricePicks.com. You match up to hundred dollars. It is hi- highly encouraged to kind of get involved and it's daily fantasy sports made easy and. What better way to win money than the easy way over at Price Picks? This episode is also brought to you by our sponsors over at Game Time. Buying tickets to events should never be stressful. You shouldn't have to plan three months in ahead, three months in advance, excuse me. Game Time has last minute tickets, they have flash deals, they have zone deals, and they're easy to find buying tickets for every kind of event in your area, whether it's sports, music, comedy, theater, anything. Lowest price guarantee and event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats, last minute seats, excuse me. Find exclusive flash, deal, flash deals and sponsored deals on the tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for you for an average of 18% savings. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Welcome back. We are talking about some Colorado Buffs football, some Travis Hunter, because obviously they've been without him. They've been without him since the Colorado State game, which obviously Henry Blackburn Hit him with the late hit, knocked. I think he he played a little bit after, knocked him out for the rest of the game. Had to be hospitalized. Ended up lacerating his liver, and has been out since. Travis kind of addressed the Henry Blackburn stuff. They settled it. There's no need to be mad at Henry Blackburn because Travis Hunter's not mad at Henry Blackburn. I think you'd be mad at what it caused, but there's no need to hate the person. Just hate the what happened. The person didn't mean to do it. They've hung out. They've reconciled. It is all good now. 
let's move on. But obviously Colorado has a game this coming Friday against Stanford. They're going to be returning home after beating Arizona state. And one Mr. Coach prime talked about how Travis may be returning, but he wants to make sure he's ready. He wants to make sure he's not a liability. His words, not mine. Obviously you don't want to rush Travis Hunter back because there's no need to. I think this is, I personally, and I think coach prime even said this a week ago, the way Colorado's season worked out, this was, if there was any time for Travis to miss time, it was this, these few weeks outside of the, the first two games, they have Arizona state, which is one, they're one and five. They beat them. It was a tough game, but they were, it was a winnable game. Stanford's one and four Stanford struggles. They're inexperienced all over the place. They don't really have a good passing game yet. They don't really have uh, receivers that could test corners. This is a good game for Carmody McLean, Carter Stottmeyer, or Marion Cooper, maybe Vito Tisdale, Travis J, whoever's available and ready to get some reps and to get some confidence because the Stanford offense has not done much this season. And so there's no need to rush Travis back. So if coach prime really thinks he's ready, I can see why he could play, but I also see why he wouldn't play. The Stanford team is one of the least experienced in the country. They have so much to work on. They have so much to improve on and there's no risk. There's no reason to risk Travis getting hurt again, especially when you have a bye week next week. So, he will have another week or to prepare for T or for UCLA, not TCU. Uh, he'll have another week to prepare for UCLA, which is a big game because UCLA is currently ranked 18th in the country. And I feel like they would rather have him for that game than the Stanford game. So obviously you want him to play, but if there was a time to miss. It'd probably be this time. And I think like coach prime says, it all depends on where Travis is at based on the, the videos that we've seen from well off. He's well off. Travis is back to his normal self, making huge plays, huge catches on defense, huge catches on offense. And it just makes life easier for Shadur. It makes life easier for the defense, as we've seen the past couple of weeks. Just having someone who's a, a play away from changing the game at all times is a huge help. And so maybe he, if he plays against USC, they win that game. We don't know. But the Stanford game, Colorado is favored by, I believe it's 11. And I think they could live without Travis Hunter for one more week. Um, rather than rushing him back and just kind of risking injury again, just let him get healthy, let him rest again, and everything will be okay. This episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by Jace Medical. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple form and, in some cases, jump on a call with a board-certified physician. Let me tell you about the Jace case even more. All you have to do is you go online, fill out a form, and then you get a prescription, life-saving medications right to your door. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have medication in hand, and Jace Medical is simple. They have everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Do not get caught unprepared. So go to $20, get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout at Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Again, that's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N locked on at Jace Medical.com. To round out the show, I'm going to be talking to you about this Stanford matchup. Obviously, I have some experience when it comes to Stanford. I cover them as well. And so I'm just going to go down the line and talk to you about everything that you need to know about this game, what Stanford's good at, what they struggle with, and where Colorado could attack them. Um, to start, Colorado is favored by 11.5. I think I said 11 earlier. It's 11.5. 
the over under is 59, which Colorado's defense is not great. Stanford's defense not great. I could see it happening. Uh, Stanford's leaders, Ashton Daniels, is kind of their starting quarterback, but he got injured last week. He got concussed, or whenever the two weeks ago, I guess they had their bye week last week. He was concussed in their last matchup against Oregon. Justin Lampson got the start. They used two quarterbacks. Justin Lampson is more of the dual threat quarterback, and Ashton Daniels is they. He's faster, but he is more of a packet pocket quarterback. Excuse me. The coach himself was like, "Yeah, he's faster, but doesn't really run." I'm not sure why they don't make him run more or have him run more. Their offense line is very weak. The Stanford team lost their entire starting offensive line. They lost their quarterbacks. They lost their three starting receivers to the NFL. They lost multiple linebackers, if not all of their starting linebackers. They lost the entire starting secondary. So everybody playing is young and inexperienced. They did bring in five transfers, but five compared to 50. There's obviously a lot of room to go for Troy Taylor and company. Troy Taylor spoke very highly of Deion Sanders, uh, Coach Prime, um, during his press conference this week. And I think there's mutual respect between the two coaches. There's mutual respect in what they're doing and how they have to do it differently. And if you're Colorado, this is how you win this game. Establish the run because Stanford struggles to stop the run. Obviously, Shadur Sanders needs to have a good game. That's kind of the the go-to thing every week just because the offense line is so putrid. But Stanford is giving up 344 yards of passing, or 344 yards of offense per game, 194 passing yards. Or excuse me, flip that. That's their defense. They are passing. They're giving up 305 yards of offense, passing offense. So Shadur Sanders should have a field day with Marion Miller, Xavier Weaver, Jimmy Horn. Just get those guys the ball in open space and try to make Stanford tackle you. Um, they have shown that they struggle to tackle in open space. USC kind of got the best of them. Same with Oregon. Colorado also needs to protect Shadur Sanders. I think when you look at a team like Stanford, you're like, oh, their record's bad, so they must be a bad team. It means they don't have good players. That's not true. They have a guy by the name of David Bailey, former four-star recruit, who is a monster in the making. Uh, he can get to the quarterback at ease. And Colorado's offense line is the worst offense line in the Power Five. Uh, just by sacks given up and they constantly are allowing pressure on Shadur. It's insane that he's able to perform as well. He does as well as he does with how bad they are. So don't let David Bailey get pressure on the quarterback and then yeah, just prevent them from running the ball. Stanford has three good running backs. They have EJ Smith, Emmett Smith's son, um, Emmett Smith jr. Casey Falkins. And then they also have Cedric Irvin um, jr. Who is the son of another NFL guy. Uh, none of them have really stepped up as the main guy, but they are all one play away from breaking off a big run. And with Colorado's run defense being so bad, I guess you could say, this would be a game for Stanford to try really try to establish a run. Another player that you guys need to look out for is Benjamin Urosic, one of the best tight ends in the country. Um, he's kind of, he has underwhelming numbers, but due to the fact that Stanford's offense line is so inexperienced, he's been used a lot to block. Um, the coach, Troy Taylor himself, even said, you know, it's it's challenging, excuse me, to get these running backs and tight ends involved in the passing game because we need so much help blocking. And so that'll be interesting to see how he does. This Colorado defense is prone to giving up a lot of over-the-middle plays and a lot of plays just in general in the passing game. But they should win this game. Shadur Sanders should have another chance to show off his, his Rolex or whatever watch that is. And this Colorado defense should have a chance to build some momentum. Uh, maybe look for Cormani McLean to get a lot of playing time. Maybe look for Carter Stottmeyer to get back. This is a winnable game for Colorado, and they could be 5-2 and two heading into the bye week with everybody getting healthy and 
that's a good position to be in when you consider that most people thought they'd win three games in total this this season, not have four wins by the first week in October. So this is going to be a great matchup. I'll continue to dive into it more as the week goes on. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to Locked on Bus, and I appreciate you guys for making it your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for getting us to 3,600 subscribers. Let's get to 4,000 by the end of the month. Let's do it. Um, 10,000 by the end of the season is the goal. Let's see if we can do it. I appreciate you guys for tuning in every single day. I'm Kevin Borba. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday.